0: You're listening to the Epic Living Podcast with Jim Simcoe. I'm Jim Simcoe, and I'm here to help you make your life epic. So let's get rolling. Hi, this is Jim Simcoe, and welcome to the podcast. Today is today's a pretty funny podcast, actually. Today we're going to talk about lessons from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, everything I've learned from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And if you know anything about me, or maybe you've read about uh, some of the stuff I've written before, you know I am a hardcore Chili Peppers fanatic. I have loved this band since 19, probably 1988 when I discovered them in college, the uplift mofo party plan for any of you who like the Chili Peppers was the very first album that I listened to. And I just, I just freaking love these guys. They're fantastic. And I've really started taking a look at like how music really affects my life and all the different ways it affects my life and some of the goods and bads that have happened Um, In my life and how like, you know, like I'm sure like you, like you hear a certain song on the radio and you think of your high school girlfriend or you think of uh, the big game you played in college or uh, you think of something else that happened to you and it it has this instant memory for you. It brings something up. And what I found was is most of my memories are around the chili peppers. Like I can remember in 1992 when I had my first knee surgery, uh, I remember doing rehab in my uh, college dorm room by myself and it was right after uh, blood sugar, sex magic had come out. And I used to listen to the song under the bridge by the Chili's and I would listen to it on endless repeat, you know, and back in those days, uh, the CDs had just come out. So, you know, you play the CD, hit repeat, play the CD. So it wasn't like you could just make a playlist with the same song over and over and over again. But so I remember doing leg lifts, just crying out in pain because my knee hurt so bad. I had torn my ACL ligament and my MCL ligament playing lacrosse uh, the year before, and finally had surgery. So that's one of the things that I'll always remember. I, you know, on a positive note, I I remember that when I got married, the week that I got married, I just used to listen to the Chili Peppers. I, I listened to the Chili Peppers that entire week, um, and I remember that that's all I listened to. And when my when my daughters were born, I remember listening to Behind the Sun which is pro- probably my most favorite Chili Peppers song. Um, it's just awesome. It's just awesome song. And I remember when Kaya was born, I listened to that. And when Noah was born, I listened to that. So suffice to say, I <clears throat> have listened to the Chili Peppers for a really long time. And I really, really have embraced um, the messages in their music and what they sing about and what they're all about. and And I can see exactly how they are how they have impacted my life. So anyway, so I want to get into exactly why I'm doing this podcast. So what I'm doing this podcast is all about is there are three main lessons that I've learned about the chili pepper, chili peppers, chili peppers. That's a weird way of thing. Um, so I want to talk about those three lessons. What are the three lessons that I've learned from the chili peppers? And The very first lesson that I learned from the chili peppers is to take risks and to basically collect scars and keep going. So when the Chili Peppers started out, they were a drugged out, hard partying, punk rock band that played just the, the, the heaviest speed punk music you can imagine. Kind of like music I don't even really like. So like, you know, that the first um, album or so I wasn't a huge fan of because I'm just not into hardcore punk like that. But anyway... As they as they collected experiences and moved on with their lives and grew and mature, the chili Peppers continued to take risks. And, you know, you know, they went from like Anthony Key, this who's the lead singer as an example, went from shooting, you know, if you read his book, he went from you know, you know, going down to downtown LA and shooting drugs underneath bridges and in the worst neighborhoods possible to now. He's sober, he swims a mile a day, does yoga, has a son and has a dog. And, and you know, and, and what a transformation that is. And, and really that's come from collecting scars. Actually, the name of the book is Scar Tissue um, and also one of their better songs. Um, but it all comes from taking risks. So life is all about risks. And I've done it in my life and I'm sure that you've probably done it in your life. And I would say that most of the time, the great thing about taking risks is that you have the opportunity to either be fantastically successful or incredibly, uh, or, or have an event that happens. That's just an, an incredible disaster. And there's some beauty in that, you know, there's some beauty in taking a big risk and knowing that, look, I'm either going to fail miserably or I'm going to be wildly successful. You know, one nice thing about that is, is you're alive that whole time. You know, you're moving through your life. You're alive. You can feel things happening as opposed to just working at a desk job where, you know, you just kind of clocking the hours and that's, that's all there is to it. So that's definitely something I've learned from the chili peppers is to be bold, take risks. Don't worry about collecting scars. Just keep going, keep, keep going and keep growing. And I think that, you know, at the end of the day, life is all about risk and you have to be able to embrace risk and failure. If you're really going to be able to grow at anything. Um, and look at the end of the day, like I fail all the time, but it's only, I, I only failed because I take risks. If I didn't take risks, I wouldn't be failing at all. And while I don't, You know, while I don't really love failing, you know, some people tell you, you know, love failure, love failure. Well, I don't really love failure, Um, but I got to say, I'm not afraid of it uh, because I've had a lot of it in my life and and a lot of my bigger failures have led to some of my biggest successes. And really at the end of the day, once you're comfortable with taking risks, it's a really liberating place to be um, because you can make decisions more decisively. And in the past, when I really didn't like taking risks, I found that I would really hem and haw and really delay decisions. Um, And a lot of times delay until they were really made for me. And, and eventually I got to a point where I learned a really, really important lesson and this, and that is, is that if you really want to have an epic life, then you have to be really, you really have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. So you got to be okay with the fact that you're going to be uncomfortable a lot of the time and you really got to get that into the marrow of your of your bones and into your thinking that like, you know what, for me to really have an epic life and really to have an awesome life and really uh, a life that I enjoy, like I'm going to have to take risks and I'm going to be uncomfortable sometimes. You know, like I'm going to have to go, you know, as an example, and give a speech to 400 people I don't know. and That's going to be an uncomfortable and I'm okay with that. So I think the ability to be comfortable um, with being uncomfortable is one of the biggest parts of having an epic life is, is, you know, because if you're able to do that, then you're going to be able to take risks. And the more risks you take, um, then the, then the more you're able to grow and the more you're able to evolve. So that's the first thing I left. I, one of the things I learned from the Chili purpose and you see that in just about every song. And if you look at any of their albums, you know, they used to cover Stevie Ron, they covered Stevie wonder. Um, they've covered old, uh, Shirelle songs. I mean, I think I've seen him in concert probably 10 times. And each time, you can tell, like, they took risks. They took risks in the songs that they selected to do. They took risks in kind of different people they had in the band, who's come in and out of their band. You know, there was a brief moment in time when Dave Navarro from um, Jane's Addiction was in their band. And, you know, they put out an album called One Hot Minute. And I would, you know, it's to me, it's not one of their best best work, but they took a big risk because they took a guitarist who was who was completely different from a different sound than what they had. And they had him in the band. So anyway, taking risks is being, you know, being comfortable with, or being comfortable, being uncomfortable is a big part of taking risks. And that's really one of the things I've learned. So the other thing is um, another lesson that I learned, lesson two, is to love the 33%. Okay. Now, so they've never really actually said this. This is something I sort of came up with on my own, but I really believe that one of the big things in life is no, no matter what you do, you know, no matter what career you're in or what your hobbies are or who your friends and family are um, a third of the people that you know, or that you run into are going to love you no matter what, like for these people you can do no wrong. So like for me, like my uncle Patrick thinks I walk on water, and I love the guy. The guy, like I can do no wrong in his mind, and pretty much vice versa because I love him. He's he's awesome. He's funny as shit, um, and other people like that. You know, there are other people like that. So a third of the people in the world is just gonna love everything about you. Um, these are your raving fans, your just crazy lunatics, the people um, who wait in line to buy your album, like me, uh, with any time the Chili Peppers come out on tour or release an album. This is the group that loves you unconditionally. They forgive your mistakes and they're always in your corner. These are the ones who really see a piece of themselves in you. And if you look at the other two, you know, like if, if the world's made up of hundred percent, you know, you've got 33% of the people in the world who just absolutely love you. Think you walk on water. 33% of the people in the world aren't going to like you no matter what. And I found this too, with my stuff, like, you know, just a third of the people, no matter no – ma- I could be delivering the cure for cancer, the cure for blindness, and delivering $100,000 to so many small bills, and they're just still not going to like me for whatever reason. And quite honestly, like, there's nothing I'm going to be able to do, and there's probably nothing you're going to be able to do to change the mind of those 30, of that 33%. So why bother? Like, I don't spend any time worried about them. Um, if uh, – you know, I was going to the adage, if you're, you know, if you're not pissing some people off, then you're probably not doing a good job. So I don't worry about the 33% that don't like me at all. Uh, and then the, there's another group, which is the middle 33%. And this is an interesting group. Sorry, taking the drink of water there. The, the middle 33% either doesn't know you or it hasn't made up their mind about you yet. And they're the ones that can be swayed and put into the 33% of people who just absolutely love you. But anyway, going back to the chili peppers. So the chili peppers have done a really, really good job of, they're just you're really adept at, this concept of loving the 33%. They're pretty interactive with their fans. They also pump out the kind of music that fans like me have liked for 20 plus years. They're, you know, they're, they're very loyal to their fan base. Um, And really one of the things that resonates with me and the other 33%ers for the chili peppers is that they're not afraid to be honest. So they're not afraid to show their mistakes and, and show their scars. Kind of like we talked about in lesson one. And they're totally fine with being vulnerable. And that's something that your best fans are gonna see in you. Like if you're vulnerable with your best fans, that thirty-three percent, you're you know, they're gonna love you even more. They're basically, you know, they're they're there to love you forever. So the lesson here is is that the chili peppers have done it and that you know that and that you can do it as well is really love that thirty-three percent. Really don't take for granted that thirty-three percent of people in the world who just love and adore you for whatever reason and no matter what they're here for, um, they're here for you. And so it's really your responsibility and, and a good reminder, to make sure that you're loving back on them as much, as much as you can just rally around those guys. So like for me in my business um, I rally around the 33% who like me. I hope that, you know, if you're listening that either you're part of that 33% or you're willing to be considered part of that 30% at some point at some point. Um, so really, Build that base of people that love you, and and love up on them as much as you can, and uh, and and you know Seth Godin in his book Tribes actually defines this as like having a tribe. So if you think of the people in your life that 33% who love you, they're your tribe. And like, how are you taking care of your tribe? Are you how are you communicating with them? How are you loving them? How are you respecting them? How are you honoring them? Just some couple things to think about. So that's the second lesson because it's Chili Peppers do such a great job of that. Now the third lesson. Which is a very, very, very big lesson for me, and it's been a huge part of my life, is that um, uh, lesson three is to stay loyal. So very much along the lines of lesson two, the Chili Peppers have stayed loyal uh, both to their values and their beliefs for decades. And again, I don't know any of them personally, but this is just from what I've seen from their music, their interviews, and seeing them in concert, reading about them, reading their books, and just being the general Chili Peppers fanatic that I am. Um, but they, they really do seem to hold their ideals very close to their heart. Um, and they treat their ideals with respect. You know, they, they've really been playing the same type of music for 20 plus years. And really at the end of the day, you know, and I, you know, again, I probably listen to every chili pepper song ever written a couple of hundred times. Um, they sing about three basic things at the end of the day. So they're really loyal to about three themes. Those themes are friendship. Like this, you know, like the great song, me and my friends. Um, another thing that they sing about is love for the, love for the animals and love for the earth. So like I was talking about before behind the sun, you know, they're always singing about songs with like dolphins in them and sunshine and, you know, the beauty of the world and being naked in the rain, naked in the rain is another great song. Um, and then the third thing that they, that they usually sing about is love and sex so songs like Give It Away, She's Only 18, Humpty um, Dum, uh, you know, all these songs. And again, I could go on and on and on about these songs. But really, if you look at just about every Chili Pepper song, they sing about three themes and really only three themes. They're really loyal to it. <clears throat> they know that guys like me are listening to it. And that's kind of what we want to hear about because we've listened, been listening to them for 20 plus years. So they just keep singing about the same thongs, son, same songs. So that's really the lesson there is to really be loyal, stay loyal to your beliefs, your values, your ideals, your friends, and your, and your vision. Like, you know, personally, I know a ton of people, but I really believe that it's better to have three great friends that you've had for a really, really long time than a ton of acquaintances that go in and out of your life. And personally, I've got three fantastic friends, uh, I would, uh, that I would consider that I've known for, for forever. You know, and that's Jim Egan, Brian Panero, and John Kopiak. And I know that any one of those guys, if I called them up and said, look, I need 10 grand, I'm in a Mexican prison. I need you to send me 10 grand and a plane ticket. They would do it without question. You know, they'd probably show up at the prison and it's vice versa. You know, if any one of those guys called me up and said, Hey, I need your help right now. I need you to fly to wherever I am. Um, because they all live in different parts of the country. Brian lives in Philly. Jim lives in Northern Cal and John lives in Bend, Oregon. If any of them said, Hey, I need you to fly here tomorrow. Um, and I need you to bring 20 grand in cash. I mean, my only question would be is like, are you picking me up at the airport or do I need to meet you somewhere? You know, that's what being loyal and having true loyal friendships are. Um, I may not talk to those guys on a regular basis. And quite frankly, I don't like, I talk to them pretty rarely, but we do, you know, we do communicate in other ways, but, you know, email, text or whatever. But I don't need to talk to them every day to know that they're always going to be in my corner. I don't need to know that Jim Egan would do just about anything in the world for me um, and vice versa. I don't need to know that, you know, John or Brian would be willing to help me in any way I needed it um, and vice versa. You know, so that's, that's the thing here is like really stay loyal. And I think that in this world, it's really kind of hard to do that. You almost have to go back to... Um, uh, you know, and really embrace some ancient wisdom, read some Marcus Aurelius and really get, get, get deep with yourself and be like, what does it mean to me to stay loyal? Like, what am I staying loyal to? Cause you don't just stay loyal to people. You stay loyal to your beliefs. You stay loyal to your values. You stay loyal to your vision. Um, <clears throat> and some things, you know, like your opinions will change your, your common interests might change. Like, you know, back when I was younger, I, I, you know, loved playing, uh, uh, loved playing baseball. Well, and you know, I don't play baseball anymore. I play softball and I play basketball, but you know, so that was an interest that changed, but I've always been loyal to any team I've been on and I always try to put the team before myself. And that's just a belief. And that's a, that's a value system that I have. So, you know, that's something that I learned from the chili peppers. I think is, is an important lesson is to really stay loyal. Um, you know, it, I think by staying loyal too is like you really, you know, to really be loyal to your beliefs and your values, you really need to know what those are and really be able to develop those and, and have a good understanding of what those are. And that's, you know, that's probably a, a topic for another episode, but I just want to talk, you know, very briefly about sort of a really unscientific look at the three lessons I learned from the Chili's. Uh, I really do hope that this is helpful for you, um, and, uh, I would, you know, I don't get paid for this, but I would definitely, you know, check out the chili pepper, you know, some chili peppers music. If you're not a fan already and look at the, look at the lyrics and look at the music. I think you'll probably like it, and dig it. And, um, so I hope this podcast has been helpful. And for those of you who love Justin Bieber and don't really like the chili peppers, I think you might be on the wrong podcast and you may want to head over to TMZ now. Um, cause I'm probably not going to be your guy. Uh, quite. The other funny thing is, is, um, about this, about this podcast is I probably could talk for another hundred thousand minutes about the chili peppers. This is the stripped down edited version. So, uh, I'm trying to keep it, uh, trying to keep it, uh, to under 20 minutes. So anyway, thanks for joining the podcast today. We will talk soon. Um, as always, if you like this podcast, and you're willing to help a brother out if you could go to JimSimco.com forward slash review and just leave a review on iTunes. That really helps us out or helps me out a lot. So if you can do it, great. If you can't do it, totally understand. And uh, I will talk to you soon. Thanks a lot. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. If you want more information, check out my website at jimsimcoe.com, dot ecom for more updates and some free guides to help you make your life epic. With that said, I hope you have a fantastic day and I look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks.